You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Good morning, Bucknutters. It is Tuesday, December 15th, 2020. I am Dan Rubin. This is the Bucknuts Morning 5 and Change. We will be joined, as always, in just a minute by Dwayne Long, but some house cleaning to deal with. Tomorrow is National Signing Day. At 24-7 Sports, in conjunction with CBS, we will have tremendous coverage. If you go to our website on the message boards, on the crystal ball pages, any recruiting page, if you look in the right rail, there will be a video player. Starting at 9 a.m., we will have complete coverage from headquarters, starring the lovely and talented Josh Pate of Late Night that you know very well. Steve Wiltfong, Barton Simmons, around-the-clock coverage through 5 p.m. as Ohio State attempts to finish as the number one recruiting class. They'll be number two tomorrow because the apple of their eye in the class of 2021, JT Tuamola, has yet to commit. Alabama currently holds the number one spot. Where JT commits to will ultimately determine that. We're going to get into great detail on that. But if you are not a premium member right now, we also have a tremendous deal going on. Get 60% off a yearly membership. This deal will end as National Signing Day ends. So you have a limited time to hop on board and get this great deal. Once again, 60% off if you sign up between now and the end of signing day. Dwayne. Welcome to the show. How goes it? I'm walking around my fingers crossed all the time, Dan. Just hoping we get through this, see the Buckeyes in that final four. Yeah, this is a hold your breath time. They tend to do testing early in the mornings for these college programs. So in the lunch hours, I'm always a little bit nervous. I'm going to get a text saying someone's tested positive. I want to get back to what I brought up earlier. Emeka Egbuka joined the fold last week. We all expected that to happen. It was glorious when it did. Now, all of the effort is placed on JT Tuamolau in the class, the defensive tackle. Most crystal balls still have him leading towards Ohio State, but Alabama, as mentioned, as a prime suitor. What do you think of JT as a review? And then how do you feel about his recruitment? I, I put him in that super freak category. I mean, and that, that you know, that... Uh starts with Jadavion Clowney and there are very few uh guys uh I'm trying to remember the the defensive lineman from last year thought we might get him he went to Clemson uh just guys that are Brian Brzee yeah that are just off the charts you just cannot believe how athletic they are for their size and Tuamalo he's definitely fits that category I mean watching a video of him uh playing tight end and, you know, you immediately, when you see him lined up there, you're like, wow, if they throw him the ball, he's going to be a load. Well, what I noticed right off the bat was they couldn't catch him. There was, they're, they're chasing him, guys that he outweighs by 100 pounds. They're chasing him down the field, and they can't catch him. Okay, so forget about having to tackle him. First, you got to catch him. So th- this guy is just one of those absolute freaky individuals with athleticism off the chart. You just – do not see human beings that big able to move like he does. Absolute. And with what's going on, 
with uh, uh, we we've had a good run of, of bringing tackles in, uh, but that's starting to run out. When well, we see what happened with with cornerback, when uh, well, we started losing guys early, and just uh, you know the 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 room, uh, the 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 defensive back room started to get a little thinner. Well, we're starting to look that way at tackle too. We're um, these guys are getting getting up there. They're getting to be uh, guys that are going to either go early. I'm very worried about Togiai going early. He's just having such a monster year. A three-sack defensive tackle. I mean, in one game, he got three sacks. The number of pressures he's putting up, uh, you know, we'll, we'll see. Uh, I do think that he's, he may go uh, get a projection high enough that uh, he could leave us early. Uh, we're starting to get thin there. And he could come in. The one thing we could sell uh, Tuamalo on is you're not just going to play as a freshman. You're going to play a lot. You could even start. I mean, we could we could try that on him because he is just that kind of super athlete. And that wouldn't be a lie. It really would not be a lie if if we said that to him because the kid is really special. Mike Hall, who was an absolute stud at defensive tackle, himself a native Ohioan. If they do get JT, I think that would be the best combination of defensive tackles they've maybe ever gotten. So hopes are high. As they pursue JT, they have a chance to look back on the class they've already crafted at signing days here. And it's a wonderful group of players. We've talked about the group ad nauseum, but is there someone we haven't talked about enough that you wanted to highlight? Uh, yeah, you know, I I agree with you on Mike Hall. Mike Hall is very underrated, even though when you look at uh, where he's at in in uh, the two four seven um, uh, position, he is uh, number four in the nation, and we still don't talk about how dominating this kid can be. Uh, <laughs> he's going to he that is one of the one of the key building blocks for uh, the future with the defensive tackles. This guy can play. Uh, I still think Ben Christman is vastly underrated. I think he's a tackle all the way. I think he could be a left tackle. But the guy that I'm going to say is just not getting his, his uh, what, what he needs is the, the attention that he deserves is Tyleek Williams. He's the kid from, uh, from Virginia that uh, he's number 12 defensive tackle. You gotta watch his film. That it's just amazing. He's three hundred and thirty pounds. That's what he's listed as. And and usually coaches aren't going to add weight like that to to a guy that doesn't need it. You know, if he's three hundred pounds, which is is what he looks like, that's plenty for a defensive tackle. That's real nice. Actually, you could say it's it's ideal. Dan, he plays sometimes as a stand up defensive end. That's how athletic this guy is. You want to talk about? Uh, a freak he definitely is a kid that has not gotten what he deserves and and i believe that uh where he plays he plays at unity reed uh, manassas unity reed i believe he's got a pretty high level of competition there and how dominating he is and some of the plays he makes as a guy that size uh it's amazing and, and as i said he does not look 330 pounds if you said he's 300 pounds you'd say yeah this is a, this. I think this might be the absolute steal of the class. Uh, I also like Jansen Dunn. I think that that he could be a really outstanding safety for us. There, there are some guys that are just not getting a spotlight on them, and, and they deserve it.
about 20 some odd years ago, my first ever job in this business was down the street from Stonewall Jackson High School. That high school has changed its name to Unity Reed. That is big school football. Sean Murphy plays on the team. Guys in that league were Deshaun Hand at Woodbridge. Tyleek Williams is getting a baptism by fire in high school. So that's all good. And we appreciate Dwayne's input on that. We're going to take a quick break, come back and talk Big Ten Championship game. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. All right, we are back. Ohio State is in the Big Ten Championship game. We do not have the time to go back over its circuitous route to here. But they are here and they will face number 14 Northwestern at noon on Saturday. Northwestern is ranked 14th, but they do not appear to have an offense that can handle Ohio State. What are your thoughts on the fighting Pat Fitzgeralds as the game looms? Well, that's that's what it goes back to. They, they do not throw the ball well. And how they, they are putting up points is running the ball. Well, who has run the ball well against this defense? I mean, you know, as, as soon as as uh, got Haskell Garrett back in there, uh, it just changed everything up front. Togiai and and Haskell Garrett, uh, Tyrone Vincent is also playing very well when he comes in, and then uh, those guys keeping keeping um, Tough Borland clean has allowed him to have the best year of his uh, career. I just don't see him being able to score points. And I think when Ohio State starts getting up, uh, get up two, three scores, then they're going to say, well, we have to try to throw the ball. And that's when it could get ugly. When they're trying to throw the football, uh, we're chasing a quarterback around. He's trying to make a play and uh, we get two or three interceptions on him. I think it could get out of hand if we if we play like we uh, are capable of on offense. We could it could get ugly quickly. Northwestern is going to know real early whether or not they can run the ball. I'm curious to see how they approach it because they have to know it's going to be very difficult just to line up and run the ball right at Ohio State. The quarterback, Peyton Ramsey, we all know. Moeller High in Cincinnati and then Indiana. We saw a little bit of him there. They don't have the downfield passing game to threaten Ohio State. That said, I do believe that Pat Fitzgerald will pull a Greg Schiano. We are going to see some crazy stuff in this game reverses, halfback passes, whatever. They're going to have to get creative. I would imagine they pull out all the stops. Last time they tried to play Ohio State straight up, Pat Fitzgerald was quoted as saying they would have had a better game against their own twos. I don't think he's going to try and do that. Bucknutters, if you've yet to sign up for a premium membership, now is the time to do it with signing day looming. And again, we will have wall-to-wall coverage. CBS HQ and 24-7 Sports Video will be accessible from the site starting at 9 a.m. or run through 5. You'll get every single update needed. We appreciate Dwayne stopping by. Right now, stay tuned for West Coast insider Brandon Huffman giving you the absolute latest on JT Tuomola. <laughs> Uh, over the weekend, Huff, the, the biggest commitment of the weekend, Emeka Ibuka, the number one rated receiver in the country, five-star prospect, 
from the state of Washington announced that he was committing to Ohio State and he will be signing with the Buckeyes this Wednesday. How did this happen? And maybe a better question, does this help Ohio State with JT Tuimoloau, another five-star from the state of Washington? Well, the first part of that question is how did this happen? It was a fantastic recruiting job by Brian Hartline, by Ryan Day. They offered him, Steve, you know, you and I were both there in San Antonio the day that Emeka ran the 4-4-240 at the All-American Combine 2019. He was offered by Ohio State that weekend, took a visit out there in the spring of 2019, got to take his mom and his stepdad out there to get a, a visit and a view of Columbus, went back in the fall when Ohio State hosted Wisconsin, so he got a game day atmosphere which was able, you know, he was able to kind of take in the whole weekend during a game weekend, but also went there for an unofficial in the spring to spend time with, at the time, new head coach Ryan Day, get to know Brian Hartline. So he already had enough of Columbus, uh, enough of understanding for Columbus. Washington obviously was close to home with the school he's been to a number of times, but there was a lot of speculation that a visit to Oklahoma, which was supposed to be taken in April, for an official that got pushed back because of the pandemic and then ultimately canceled, he was also supposed to go out to Norman in the summer for the Sooner Summit. Didn't end up making that trip. Finally got out to Oklahoma last weekend when they hosted Baylor. Many people thought that if he took that visit, that was going to seal the deal for him. And that, deal, that visit did seal the deal. It sealed it for Ohio State that the Buckeyes were the place ultimately he wanted to go. I think we all put crystal balls in for Ohio State back in April. Never wavered from that even though Oklahoma made a big push. And I think Ohio State, just with their, their history of developing receivers, the relationship he had with Brian Hartline and Ryan Day, and then an assist to another former Washington resident, G. Scott Jr., who's a freshman with Ohio State, who spent a lot of time talking to Emeka. I think all of those factors carried him, and he ultimately picked Ohio State. The last line of the story that I wrote on Emeka's commitment to the Buckeyes was me and JT, or me and G, we are for sure going to get JT to come to Ohio State. So I think if you're an Ohio State fan, you got to be very excited about the early inroads that the, the Buckeyes made in Washington with G. Scott and then Emeka Ibuka because it might ultimately bring the biggest prize of all, our number one player in the country in the 2021 class. If they get JT, that'll be tough to beat for number one player or number one class in the country too. Uh, when when you add that up, and they finished number one in that pound for pound category a couple of times, but if Ohio State can land JT, uh, they'll be tough to beat uh, for that number one class as they go toe to toe with Alabama for him. 